We welcome in Coach Steve Rodriguez, Baylor head baseball coach. Uh, signing announced yesterday of eight new players and their fall work continuing. Coach, uh, good morning to you. How you doing? J-Mo, good morning to you. How are you doing today? Uh, I am doing great, thanks. Uh, don't you like that song? Isn't that a good toe oh, tapper? It's outstanding. It is as <laughs> baseball as it gets. I, yeah, I love it. I really do. All right, your class you announced yesterday, eight players uh, signed. Uh, give us uh, kind of a capsule of your class. Some of those guys are, uh, are local products. That's correct. Um, we actually are really excited about this group. Um, you know, we had, before everything shut down, we had four of these guys that already committed to us. And we were really excited about those guys. And then kind of everything kind of hit and recruiting kind of came to a screeching halt. But we still had some holes that we fill, uh, that we filled really well. Uh, you know, Coach Strauss and Coach Taylor just did a really good job of of using our connections and uh, being able to uh, get in communication with uh, some of these players and their families, and it worked out really well. But, uh, yeah, a local guy, Court Castle, is going to be out of Midway High School. Uh, really excited about him. Uh, very talented kid. He's made huge strides. And so, uh, you know, and then obviously all of our kids are going to be out of Texas this year and as of right now. Um, but we're really excited. We have a lot of guys from the Houston area, the Buda area, um, up in the Dallas area. So uh, really excited about this group. Uh, it's a very good and diverse group. Uh, but I'll tell you what, we have some of the best kids in the in the state um, on this class right here and uh, pretty excited about it. Do you make a point to uh, recruit or focus in the state of Texas or did it just work out that way this year? Um, it just worked out that way this year. We are, are, are constantly recruiting kids who want to come to Baylor. I mean, I don't really care where they're from. Uh, but the truth is Baylor, Baylor roots go really deep in the state of Texas. And so um, if we can find some of those kids and they have family members who have gone to Baylor, uh, we want to make sure that if this is a place they want to go, that we're going to actively uh, continue to recruit them and make sure and see if it will actually work with kind of what we're looking for as a program. Uh, who they are as a student athlete and as who they are as people. And so, but we just, we've done a really good job of trying to, to kind of connect those ties um, throughout the state of Texas here. But what's funny is those Baylor ties are starting to spread into different parts of this country. So it's a good sign for us. Hey, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. How different or, or how many different decisions did you have to make this year with already an expanded roster? You know, guys who, who <laughs> would have been gone last year and then this year also. How difficult was that? Well, the funny thing is uh, we had a look into a crystal ball, which was full of smoke. I'm going to be honest with you. It was very foggy. And and the hardest part is, you know, you have Major League Baseball, which made their change and with a, a draft of only a few rounds and then everybody getting a year back. And so you have this expanded roster. Our seniors were allowed to come back. And so you're trying to look at it like, okay, how does this affect each kid? How does it affect our program? And how do we go about still doing the right thing by our program and our team and our individuals who are on the team, but still being able to recruit some of the best kids in the country. And so trying to sift through all of that and then still make sure we have our scholarship allotments in place and our roster size in place. I mean, right now there's still no clear cut answer in regards to what the future holds um, in our sport, just because they don't know about roster size. They don't know about scholarship limits. And so, we're kind of in this limbo phase of trying to figure out what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. But at the same time, uh, our coaches have done a really good job of just going, Hey, look, if, if this happens, we can do this. If this happens, we're able to maneuver it in this capacity. And I, I'm really happy with how we've all discussed it. 
We feel comfortable about it. Our administration understands exactly what we're trying to do, um, and they're all on board because they know we're trying to do it the right way. With players having the opportunity to bypass college and go into the MLB draft or, or into the you know other teams, how does that factor into recruiting? <laughs> um, that's part of the crystal ball. That's mm-hmm. very interesting. You know, now uh, I think there's going to be 20 rounds this upcoming year, just depending on how the, the whole pandemic shakes out. Um, but the biggest thing is you want to try to find the best kids in the country who you feel uh, might have an opportunity to go to college. Because let's be honest, you can go out there and you can go, my gosh, this guy is going to be phenomenal. But he really probably is not going to be going to school. So you have to find that kid who might have a chance to sign but has a chance to go to college. And then you roll the dice in regards to just making sure you communicate with the family. You understand where they are in regards to education. And to be honest, you just talk to them about the college experience and literally just give them statistics on the chances of them making it to the big leagues if they come out of college or if they come out of high school. And when they see those stats at that point, the decision is on them uh, to make that choice. Is it easier to study a a full body of work of a player given the fact of uh, most of these guys are playing select year-round as well as playing uh, with their teams in high school? It is. Especially in the summertime, they're playing, and especially this summer, you know, we weren't allowed to go out, but they were all out playing. And so we had a really good chance just with a lot of, a lot of the live feed streaming that was going on around the country, a lot of the social media stuff that we were able to see. Uh, we were able to kind of continue to watch them uh, develop and progress and, uh, just in regards to the recruiting aspect of it. And so the nonstop playing has helped uh, with kids just being over, overall to develop. Uh, but at the same time, I'm also a big fan that they need a break. Uh, your body only has so much wear and tear it can take. And when you're 15 to 18 years old and you're, and you're constantly doing it, you need a little bit of a break to allow your body to, to recover and develop and uh, continue to do what you're asking the Formula One car to do. So, so taking that into consideration, I know a lot of coaches in other sports look at multi-sport athletes. Is that what y'all look for as well? Um, we, you know, I, I don't discourage kids from playing other sports. I don't just because I, I do think there's great value to it. Um, I think it, it strengthens a lot of different muscles that, you know, baseball maybe doesn't strengthen or utilize. Um, uh, like we have guys who've played basketball, we have guys who played football, we have soccer. And so for me, I, I don't really care if they play another sport. I encourage it. I don't want them to feel like, Hey, do you th- are you okay with us doing this? I say yes to every single one of them because I want them to continue to develop in a lot of different ways. And I never want them to look back going, Oh, I wish I would have done that because once they get to our place, it's just completely different. So if, if that's something that's going to make them happy and their body's going to be, be able to develop properly and they're going to get the rest that they need, then I'm all about it. Coach Steve Rodriguez, our guest, uh, and his clouded crystal ball. And how, how fun was it to watch uh, Max Muncie win the World Series with the Dodgers this year? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Anytime you're able to see really good people have a chance to succeed and then they do that, they succeed and have a chance to win a World Series like he did, it's really awesome. And Dave Roberts and I were good friends, the manager of the Dodgers. Uh, we played against each other when he was at UCLA. Um, and I was at Pepperdine, and uh, we played with each other in the Tiger organization. And just just a phenomenal man. He and I have been in communication uh, kind of off and on throughout uh, the past 20 years when we when we stopped playing. But I'll tell you what, when you see uh, those men just do a really good job in representing who they are and what they are in the game of baseball, it is really fun to watch. Yeah, very cool. Is uh, Coach Strauss still waving the, the Dodgers flag? 
<laughs> that's nonstop. All the time, right? That is not all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> Good for Once him. you're a fan, you're always a fan. That's Good right. for him. Has he? Uh, has Coach Strauss cut his hair yet? That's the question. You know what? Uh, he had a birthday uh, the other day, yeah. and he went and got himself a little birthday haircut. Cause oh, he was, okay. I'm trying to figure out if it was like Adrian's Med or, you know, Lace <laughs> Garrett. I mean, he had some great flow going, and it was really impressive. He, he absolutely. It was great. Uh, more power to him. So uh, good good for Coach Strauss. Hey, y'all are going here in the spring, and you've got your, uh, I mean, the fall, and you've got your fall World Series coming up. Uh, what's that going to look like this year? You know, we do. We I'll tell you what, we finally were able to get started. Uh, our guys have been very healthy, which has been a blessing for us, uh, being able to get back on the field, keeping everybody healthy physically, and not to mention uh, some of the pandemic things. Uh, but the biggest thing is that we, we've kind of gotten through a lot of this. We've, we just went probably a lot slower than I've ever gone before, but it's been really good just to get everybody acclimated. Uh, because think about it, some of these kids hadn't played baseball for about seven months. Yeah. And so just trying to get them to where we get out there, they don't hurt themselves, uh, but they're still able to perform. And so we've gone a little bit slower than we typically do. Uh, but, yeah, we have the, the, the World Series coming up, the Green Gold World Series. We just picked teams the other day, and uh, we're excited to get that started. How, uh, how do you draft? How do you select the two, the two teams? <laughs> oh, it's pretty simple. We've done this for a while. Uh, and so what we do is we try to pick, uh, the two catchers um, and two starting pitchers who we feel uh, are older. Uh, and so that way they have a chance to communicate and talk. And right. so that way we know every team has a catcher and every team has a starting pitcher. And so that way we were able to start that as their, the key points. That way we don't have to worry about a team forgetting to draft a catcher or something like that. <laughs> right. So uh, we, we try to keep it as basic as we can to start. And then we, we let them kind of sift things out. That's right. And I think you've said this before. It, it kind of uh, who they draft is uh, somewhat of an indication of, of how they feel, right, about some of their teammates. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. When you sit there and you try to see, okay, what is this guy able to do to help our team win? Uh, you know, and, and just what kind of teammate are they? Like, those are all indications. When they start picking uh, the teams, you start going, okay, where do they feel, what do they feel about this player? Where do they see him playing? Because that's also indication. Because like as a coach, you see things a certain way, but as players, you know teammates in a different way. And so I think those are very uh, telling signs about you know who they are, what they are, and uh, just kind of as a team, kind of where they think each player is. Interesting. So what's the schedule, and uh, is it open to the public? Could folks come out and watch? It is not open to the public, okay. um, unfortunately. Okay. So we are keeping all of our practices closed. Uh, we are going to be playing uh, Friday and Saturday this week. We'll be playing Tuesday. Uh, during the week next week and then we will finish it up on friday and saturday next week gotcha sounds good well i hope the weather holds up it's really nice now so uh get those games in uh while you can hey. well i also get to be a part-time weatherman so that's that's what's great about being an outdoor sport oh no is doubt. That, yeah <laughs> but i'll tell you what we're supposed to have amazing weather all the way throughout going into that chris uh thanksgiving break so uh we should be up into the 70s for the most of the week oh nice well if they can play the masters in november hopefully you can play a little baseball in november also Absolutely. Coach, thanks for your time. Great to visit with you. Oh, you're always awesome. Thank you, Jamo. Thanks very much. Uh Coach Steve Rodriguez, Baylor baseball coach.